Hey, this is Steve Hofstetter, and you're listening to Got Faded Japan, which you should already know because you're fucking listening to it. <laughs> Faders. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am Johnny, and in this episode, I met with Jude, my co-host. And um, a little backstory to this episode. Jude and I, we met in Nakameguro, and when we met, we realized that the Nakameguro Summer Festival was happening. And it was in full swing when we met up, and um, it was absolutely fantastic. There's a lot of people dancing, there were tons of drums, and I, Jude's a music guy, he loves rock and roll, so for him, the drums, he went berserker. And for me, I love drum and bass and punk rock, and so when I hear like heavy beaten drums, Man, I lost my shit. So um, we decided to stick around and check it out before we did the podcast. And, um, well, as most of you know, during the uh, summer festivals in Tokyo, um, pretty much all the local vendors sell beer. I mean, if it's a barber shop, they're selling beers for 300 yen. If it's a bar, they're selling their beers for maybe 500 yen. If it's any kind of an establishment, they got a little table in front of their establishment and they're selling cheap ice cold beers. And in this summer heat, I mean, it's like 150 degrees outside. It could even be close to 1,000 degrees outside. It's that hot and it's extremely humid. It's, so, it's at the point where like you're consistently and constantly sweating. Your whole body is like a faucet. It's completely nasty. And when you see somebody selling discounted, cheap, ice-cold beers, you got to get some. I mean, you really got to get some. And then when you're checking out the festival, you're drinking kind of quickly. You're talking. You're meeting people. People are coming up to you. They're asking you questions. Where are you from? Are you enjoying the festival? Are you having a good time? You know. And then you talk to your neighbors or the locals and stuff. And it's a great time. It's really great. And I think Jude and I, we spent mm, maybe, uh, maybe close to two hours there, which is, well, I'll tell you one thing, Faders. If you're going to do a podcast... Drinking for two hours heavily before the podcast. <laughs> well, there's going to be one hell of an aftermath. And, and this episode is the perfect example of um, kind of like old school fading. Um, well, like when we used to do the show, me and uh, the original co-host, we'd drink a six-pack before we did every episode because, you know, we were nervous and it would loosen us up and it'd give us time to prep. And um, yeah, so we'd start the show quite faded. And um, I haven't done, I haven't been this faded in a long time, since like the original episode. So, <laughs> you know, I just reviewed the show to check it out and stuff to see how well the recording was. And oh my God, <laughs> I said and shit about a million times. Well, I went to the store and shit, and then I talked to somebody and shit, and then I bought a coffee and shit. And oh my God, yeah, it's embarrassing. I want you to listen to the episode and count how many times my drunken ass said and shit or fucking fucking I went here and shit and fucking did that and shit. Oh, God, it's so embarrassing. But um, I guess it just adds to the show and it adds to the comedy. So I just I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to roll with the punches. 
<laughs> but um, yes, this is definitely an old school fading show. Um, yeah, I haven't been that drunk doing a podcast in such a long time. And then during the podcast, we drank about a six pack, maybe maybe even 10 beers. Jude is a heavy fader, man. That guy can drink a lot. And that guy, it, it's, it's strange because Jude usually drinks like IPAs and craft beers. He loves that stuff. But at my place, all I had was Ebisus. So um, I think I accidentally downgraded Jude's... Uh, a beer of choice for a while. <laughs> I don't know. He seemed to enjoy it, and I hope he did. And um, it actually was a really fun episode. Um, we covered a lot of really great information, and it's it's really good, as you're going to see. And um, I hope you enjoy it. And, um, yeah, I can guarantee for the next episode we're not going to be that faded <laughs> starting off. But um, enjoy the roller coaster faders. Thank you very much. And without further ado, peace. <laughs> I don't know whether to fuck you or fight you. <laughs> I would love to be a weatherman. Uh, today it's going to rain and you're all fucked. Stay inside, play Nintendo. <laughs> Mr. Rogers was the NPR, wasn't he? Yeah, Mr. A lot of people did NPR. <clears throat> What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am Johnny. And I am Jude. That's right, faders. And this episode is episode number... Do you know? 100. No, dude, we're fucking way beyond 100. Something 15. We were 100 and fucking like five years ago. No, it's... 550. Uh, oh, close. No, 400 and... Uh, oh, God, not the PC. Uh, uh. Oh, man, he sprayed my leg. Sorry, dude. 412. 12, okay. 412. What a grand number. It's, it's very even. You can divide it by two. Right, this is true. This is true. I mean, it should be like 26, right? I'm no mathematician, but I think so. You're a mathematician. I am, no, I'm terrible with math. I'm ter- Dude, I gotta, I'm meeting my uh, accountant in a couple of weeks. It's going to take care of all my tax problems. I actually like math, but I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> I like money, but I have none of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually studied fucking like, algebra and statistics recently. Did you really? Yeah. Algebra? Algebra. Because it's the, it's the base premise to other maths. Yeah. So I wanted it's to get It's the foundation, better. right? Right, it's the foundation. So I wanted to get better at statistics. Just from my professionality. But. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I did. And uh, yeah, it was it was tough, but it's interesting. You know, the one that I don't like is geometry. We really? just started having like like images in there and stuff. Like, okay, you've got a square, a triangle, a rectangle. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I'm not going to build a pyramid in my life. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to build a pyramid or a house or even a fucking chair, okay? Right. I, don't, I don't need ge- geometry. Yeah, and then we get weird fucking shapes like the hexagon and, you know, I... I a stop sign! Pen- Pentagon's far enough, you know? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> we got a Pentagon. Why do we need... Oh, Dungeons and Dragons nerds. Yeah, they're right. like, what if you're going to fucking design dice? Yeah. Or die. All right, your job is to design a die. You need 20 sides. And you're like, oh, I wish I paid attention in geometry class. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I pay attention in geometry class? <laughs> See, it'll come back to get you. Mm. I'm haunted by geometry now. Well, man, but yeah, taxes suck. We pay them, but whatever. Yeah, uh, especially for Americans, but we won't get into that. Yeah, uh, we don't want to get into that. It's a nightmare if you're living overseas. But um, yeah, dude, okay, Jude... All right, so this is episode number 412, and it's actually a very special night because tonight we fucking got kind of discounted beers at one of our favorite bars in Nakamegro. It was uh, Baird, Baird Beer, Baird yeah. Bar, yeah, which we paid $7 for a cup beer of... Um, it's, it's actually the tap room, but it's called um, oh, the, the, Baird, Baird. the Baird Company provides mm. the beer to the tap room, but it's the same company. Apparently. Yeah, that's right. That's what I was looking for. 
Uh, you're a top gun in this business. Yep, you know uh, it. You know it, buddy. <laughs> I'll be your goose. <laughs> Wait, that means I die. Oh, fuck, that sucks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we were there and stuff. Why were we there? What was happening in the uh, Nakamegro uh, yeah. about 10 minutes ago before we came into the studio? And it's probably still happening now. It was a festival. No, it is. It's going to happen until 8.30. But once 8.30 finishes and shit, once the festival's finished, then everybody's fucking faded, dude. And it's the best. We should go back. You're right. That's right, man. If we were single, it'd be great. Oh, God, dude. If we were single right now, all the girls in yukatas and kimonos and shit, just like, like, oh, dude, even the older girls. All right, first off, what's the festival? Before we go any further. I don't know. What is the festival? Is it is it the same one? That's the Aramori. It is the Aramori. Yeah, it's oh. the Aramori and stuff. It's a festival. It's like That's the, an Aramori. Yeah, it's the Nakamegra Aramori. It's like a, the neighborhood festival where like every division or every section section of the city of Nakamegro Every like it's like a, every neighborhood gets together. You know, you've got the Bloods, you got the Crips. Everybody goes up there and they fucking dance and shit, right? They got the drums and stuff. And feeders, if you really want to see what we're talking about, go to the Facebook page because I'm gonna give a little preview of uh, what we just saw and experienced. It's actually really amazing. Huh? But you know, you know the beginnings of this festival, right? It's like the neighborhood, so they no, fight each other. What? It's no, not that at all. Is, is, or is it, it like the Pilgrims? Is like a crop no, festival? No, <laughs> it, it came from um, Shikoku. It was a town in Shikoku that did the festival. Yeah. And then um, the area, Nakamegro, I think the town next to Nakamegro, maybe Asagaya started it? Or I no, Asagaya is way far away. That's the west side of Tokyo. What? No, I'm talking about Koenji. That's a big one. It's Koenji. Oh, Koenji's the biggest, yeah. Yeah, but they, they stole it from Shikoku because they wanted That's to That's very have... typical for Koenji people, to be honest. <laughs> They I know will. a lot of Koenji people that just steal and rob and yeah. lie and cheat. Me too, me too. But I don't want to incriminate anybody. Yeah, know? Freddy Five Finger guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, they, so basically they wanted to have a festival that was popular and they mm-hmm. liked the look of the festival, so they stole it. But I don't I, I know. I, I read the history once, I forget, but I think it wasn't Koenji that was popular at first. Then they copied it from a neighboring town and theirs became more popular and then it became a thing. Yeah. But it's actually it's it's not traditional in this area, the Edo area. It's it's more it's traditional for uh, Shikoku residents. Oh really? Yeah, I read Are they the all history. Pissed? I read, it, like, I read oh. it online. I forget exactly. It was like freaking five years ago when I read it. But but yeah, yeah, basically that's where that's where it comes from. But now every station or every town in Tokyo has like their own festival. So this, right. they're all a little different, but actually Koenji's the biggest. It's definitely I don't know if it's the best because I like Nakamegro because I live close to the station, and I can go there. I can drink all the beers. I got friends that live in the neighborhood and stuff. And um, you know, I, you know, if it's too big, there's like a million people there and stuff. It's not fun and shit. It's like going to Disneyland. You know, you go to Disneyland. There's a million people there, and it kind of sucks. Not can make those more kind of calm. It's more cool and shit. It's pluses and minuses with that. I mean, to yeah, be you're honest, right. look at the Koenji one. At least there's so many people there, but there's a lot of punk rockers too, and I love that. You're shit. not gonna know them. The ones here, if you get drunk like I usually do and you can't make sentences anymore, yep. you're trying to oh, talk to yeah. the people you know. They're like, hey, what's up with John? You're like, oh, do, do. you fall down. It's like, everyone knows uh, you. They're going to see you the next time. Oh, dude, are you okay? And you won't even remember why you fell or anything. But the thing is, this is Japan. And if you get wasted at a festival, it's actually kind of like getting like a little knock or a little stripe in your black belt, you know? So it's not that bad, but still, it's kind of, eh, you'd rather not do that. But yeah, I guess you're right. This is yeah, true. Koenji, it's bigger. I mean, if you get fucking shit faced, you fucking pull off your pants and shit, you're running around and shit. Dude, <laughs> nobody's going to know. And in Koenji, people in that part of the town love to drink so nobody's gonna remember <laughs> dude I met a dude that took a dump in the street because he couldn't find a toilet so I mean you know this kind wait, of stuff wait is it happens. a mutual friend 
I don't know if you know him. I'm not going to mention his name, but yeah, I, I'll, 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 I'll Is it Five Finger Freddy? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Freddy. That guy will get you. But anyway, yeah, at any rate, yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, you were saying at festivals. So sometimes, like, even on this festival, we saw yeah. you know, foreigners participating in the activities, like in the dance. Oh, that's true, yeah. So you were saying that... Um, you know, you've been asked in the past to participate in festivals in Japan. Is that right? Can you elaborate on that a little? Oh, no, no, no. I've already explained this in the show, um, actually, oh, okay. one year ago. But uh, where my wife lives in Nakamegro and stuff, it's not the same festival. It's a different festival. It's the festival where, like, um, uh, groups of people from a certain area of a city, they, they carry a shrine on their shoulders. And the shrine, it, it doesn't look that heavy, but it's actually, it weighs about as much as a car. You, you got like 20 people underneath the shrine and they're all lifting it up and like walking very slowly and stuff and people's like like their toes are hitting other people's like like ankles and shit it's fucking really crazy and the thing is everybody's also drunk and another <laughs> thing about this uh, this uh, the one that my wife participates in and stuff and her family participates in is that it's way deep in Nakamegro and it's a battle festival Nakamegro? right no not Nakamegro see that's how much I've had to fucking drink <laughs> and Niigata right. it's a battle festival right so all these people in this little like little village get together and stuff and there's like four divisions it's divided up into like four sections right and every section has a different color there's the blacks the pinks the yellows and the greens right mm-hmm. and everybody in that section has their own shrine right so everybody carries the shrine around the city and stuff, you know, and all the neighbors. And at this point, like, my, my wife's area is like a ghost town, right? It's a lot like, of, like Game of Thrones. It, it kind of is like Game of Thrones. <laughs> we got a couple of dragons and shit. But anyway, it's cool. I, you know, I'm going to go up there in two weeks and shit to participate in this and stuff. It's a fist fight festival. And so what's going to happen is we're going to carry these fucking shrines and stuff. Oh, I got the video over there. I'll show it to you. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll post it on the, on the fucking Facebook too. But everybody carries the fucking like shrine and stuff, and we carry it around the fucking city. Everybody's sweating, and everybody's fucking drunk as shit, because everybody's been drinking all day since like 10 o'clock in the morning and shit. And then what they do is, everybody in the whole little village gets together, even police officers. There's cops that are just watching this shit, fucking, they got their phones on, and they fucking smash these shrines together. The shrines get destroyed and shit. People jump off one shrine to another shrine and shit, and they're tearing the shrines apart and kicking the woods to pieces and shit, breaking the fucking things to pieces and shit. People are fucking punching each other. Fucking last year, a guy got his neck broken and stuff. And That's I ran crazy. out there. I was in the pink group, right? Like my <laughs> because it was because of Sakura, the, the you know the show flower. your masculinity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in the pink group. <laughs> Why am I Mr. Pink? Because you're a pussy. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Reservoir dogs. <laughs> Reservoir dogs. Good. Right? So anyway, I was like Mr. Pink and shit. And I was running up there and I was like pushing people and shit. And I wanted to get into action, but I didn't want to get too deep and shit because I was the only foreigner in probably like a hundred, hundred mile radius. And so my wife's dad jumps out of the fucking crowd and grabs me by my fucking like shirt and pulls me out of the fucking fist fights and shit to make sure I didn't get hurt. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking drunk out of my mind. I'm screaming, I'm from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great. I'll show you the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I, I gotta, totally want to see that. Dude, I, I'll post it on the fucking Facebook. No, I'm going to post on the Patreon. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you guys to pay for this episode. But anyway, yeah, so that's that's what I do every year. I did that last year for the first time, and then this is going to be the second time and shit. I'm not sure if I'm going to hit anybody, but no, the la- no, I remember the last time. Yeah, I did get in a fucking scruff, dude, because there was a guy right, right behind me. He was one of the green guys, and I fucking like saw him, and I grabbed him, and I fucking gave him a headlock and shit, and I started choking him out and shit, and all these other guys ran up, and they're like, too much, too much. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude, like, so you were the dick that overdid it. Well, no, I, I, I think... <laughs> they're I all pl- 
playing and they know each other. And then you're just this outside dude that runs in. Oh, they were in gloves. I had brass knuckles. All right, I, I didn't know. I didn't know how to play this game. This is how you Detroitians rule. No, no, no. Detroit and shit. They got blackjacks. But um. So anyway, I gotta say that was an amazing festival tonight. It was a lot of fun and stuff. We're gonna yeah, post the video on the Facebook page. Mm. Like, have you ever seen the festival in Koenji? Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. went there a few times, yeah. A few times? I yeah. went there only once. I told you about that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you have a girlfriend that drives you crazy, Faders, never take them to a festival. Because when they go berserker, everybody's fucking watching. I know. <laughs> it's so you... embarrassing. <laughs> and you know when you break up with a girl, you gotta do it at her house. Not at yours. You know? Oh, oh, I That's told you about thing. that cigarette story about the cigarette burning my back. Oh, you did. I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned that lesson. <laughs> I learned that. Yeah, never ever break up at your house. No. Make sure it's at their house. Because or, then you can leave. Yeah, you can leave. You can get the fuck out. You can jump out a window. It's much harder to kick her out than for you to leave her house. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I definitely did. Yes, yes, and I got the scars to show. Actually, I'm not sure if I got the scar anymore. But anyway, yeah. So it was a pretty good night tonight. And yep. actually, you know, the beers that we fucking had were pretty good and stuff. We got the tap room. Then after that, we went to, uh, was it Brothers Barbershop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys were cool, man. It's cool? Yeah. Dude, if you get your haircut, man, you got to go there, man. I could probably get you a discount. Me and haircuts don't vibe these days. Really? Yeah. You're not? Oh, I think you're going to get a haircut. You know, I got the band going. You got the band going? Okay. Oh, shit. So tomorrow you got the music video. Yeah, yeah. We're doing a music video um, at What the Dickens. Nice. this awesome fucking bar. Love and, What the Dickens. And we were talking about this. There's a rumor that it was actually the Ohm headquarters before it was turned into What the Dickens. So rumor has it mm-hmm. that it used to be... Um, the What the Dickens headquarters. And it's very, um, I don't know, it has a very dark atmosphere to it. You can see where the stage is. It's probably where the, the head dude that was just executed was giving his sermons or whatever the hell they do. Well, he used to float. <laughs> yeah. You know that? He's probably floating around and shit where Mikey's like dancing, <laughs> doing this little shuffle. Have you ever noticed Mikey kind of does like an Axl Rose shuffle? I think that's purpose. Yeah, he, I mean, he loves... Uh, he loves. Oh, really? Movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's a, he's a big fan of Axel Rose. But anyway, yeah, we're doing it there. Who isn't? But yeah, yeah, no, I am as well. But but uh, anyway, yeah, so we're doing it there, and um, yeah, so there were the what the Dickens staff were kind enough to lend us their uh, their bar to do it and stuff. They love us. So. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I love what the Dickens. Those mm-hmm. guys, uh, faders. When you come to Japan, definitely go to Ebisu Station. And what the Dickens is like? How far is it? Like what, one uh, minute? Yeah, about a minute. I mean, it depends on traffic because you gotta cross that busy street. But yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's about a minute. It's great. It's on the top floor of this uh, in this building, and it's it's just a great vibe. Yeah, and, and just knowing the backstory, it's just it's just such a like cool atmosphere to sit there and drink. Like, wow, mm. the head of the guy that freaking like gassed all these people, not Hitler, but the, <laughs> that dude. You know, the gas other dude. little dudes. <laughs> oh come on! No, it, it's, it gives it a creep. I, I can't explain it. Anyway, it's not not in a positive way, but it's a creepy element to the. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was actually researching that dude who uh, who did it, and he had a he had a greater plan. Did you know that? My wife was telling me, and she was reading this article, and, and kind of I was interpreting and looking up where's my Japanese is and all uh-huh. that. But, but yeah, it's good enough. But you know, I can understand. He's like, first we gas the Japanese, then the Jew. No, he was actually had a plan to take over America too. Oh really? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he, he was starting small, but he he had, he had this overall plan. They started off as a yoga group. They were yoga. They yeah. were a yoga yes. group? I'm wondering if that's why they got Om. Oh, that's just another reason why not to do yoga. <laughs> it's called the Om, right? Oh, man. Yes. I did not want to look like a and pretzel. They got, they got, like, doctors and all these, like, prestigious people in the group. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
So he had this crazy outlandish idea of like taking over. So yeah, it was a cult. Man. That well, it was a cult. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah and th- those of you that don't know the Ohm, they were the ones responsible for the um, sarin gas attacks. What was that, about twenty years ago now? It was in and nineteen ninety four, and that was on the no, was it no no the earthquake is in nineteen ninety four, the one in um, Osaka and Kobe. Oh, I get that one confused. I think it was 1996. Is when it, that rings a bell, actually. It, might have it was been 1996 that, yeah. when the Ohm did it. 1994 is when the earthquake happened. So I remember it being after the earthquake and shit. <clears throat> but, but yeah, yeah. It's the, on the, uh, the Maranochi. Maranochi. I thought it was a Hibia line. No, it was Maranochi. Oh, you It serious? was in Maranochi. It was where all the, the government buildings are. That's where they did it at that station, purposely. Oh, shit. I always thought it was a Hibia line by Rapongi. No, 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 no. So, they, so oh, okay. they, they let loose this gas, the guys who were carrying the containers, and then they just they left the no, it was, bags. It was in. backpacks. Backpacks. And they, they had umbrellas there. that were sharpened at the right. end and stuff. And, and then, then they, 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 they popped it, put on their mask, and got off the train, and everyone died who was on their train. Yeah. Not everybody died. A lot of people got, um, well, they got really, really fucked up. They, they, right, like, right, they right. walk around like they um, have their body doesn't work or whatever. What's it called? Like they had a stroke or something? Kind of how I looked like. The night that we all went out the last time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you aren't the only one that looked like that. I was stumbling home like fucking The Walking Dead as well. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's crazy. So anyway, that happened there at uh, well, that was the headquarters of um, um, what the Dickens was the Ohm headquarters and shit. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it, but it, nevertheless, now it's owned. I don't know who owns it actually, but the guy that runs it's really cool guy, John and. Uh, it's an amazing they're, bar. Yeah, and it's free. You can come in for free too. Yep, and they got really, they got um awesome awesome food. Did mm-hmm. you ever eat there? They have, they have, I had their meat pie once. It was fantastic. Well, they have all different types of meat pies, and like they have uh, like shepherd's pie, and they have like steak pie, chicken pie. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. like British style food, and you know British Brit, Britons get a bad rep for having bad food, but uh, this place really does it up, man. They're really, really good food. Yeah, it's great. The food is great. The beers, are... and actually, the cool thing about what the Dickens is when you get a pint there, the staff that work there, the bartenders, they know to fill it up all the way to the top with just like fucking like what, like a centimeter of yep. head. That's it, and you always get it. It's consistent. They always fucking do that. So when you go there and shit, yep. it, you always get the perfect pint. Yep. So and it's surprising. Like the first time you go there, you're like, ah, oh, can I get a fucking beer? Because you know, if you go to like a couple of Japanese bars and shit, you get like fucking two inches of fucking head, right? And you go there, and all of a sudden you're like. Oh, oh, thank you. And it's like like one thousand yen or like eight hundred yen for a fucking beer and shit. It was like eight nine bucks. But the thing is, the beers are fucking proper beers and they're proper pints and shit. And you got fucking live music, live bands, and it's free to come in and shit. So even if you don't want a pint, if you want a half pint and stuff, you mm-hmm. can get paid like a lower price and shit. But still and shit, it's it's well worth the money and stuff. I, I've been I go there maybe once every two weeks and shit. Well, once every three weeks to be honest and stuff. But yeah, it's a fucking great place and it's in Ebisu right down yeah. the street. Yeah, really good place. And do you know the <laughs> right down the street? Like they fucking anybody knows where this place is, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <clears throat> dude, I got that case of beer over there. It's Saturday. Do you want me to break into it? You might have to, dude. Oh, God damn it! I wasn't supposed to open that. <laughs> but dude, um, yeah, just for the, the faders out there who don't live in Japan, one of the first phrases I learned in Japan is awanashi de. Mm. You should learn that one. So it means like literally without bubbles. So if you order a bear, just say, awanashi de. If See, you don't say that, they will give you the biggest head, worst head, more head that you can experience in Thailand. They'll put that head on there <laughs> so <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> uh, that happened in Thailand before. <laughs> and, uh, you'll get some bad head there. <laughs> sorry, bad joke. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. <laughs> 
I'm not PC, sorry. No, no, no. The only PC is on my fucking table. Granted, I did it one time in the hub, and... No, the hub. Don't go to the hub. The hub's the worst bar in Japan. I said Awanashi Day, so basically what they did is they filled it up, and they put the same amount as they would, like with head, and the guy came out, he grabbed this weird spoon thing, and he just kind of scraped it all off. He scraped off all of the bubbles, so it was still like the same amount, just minus the bubbles. (laughs) <laughs> so it's still the same, like, you know, you don't want to have that empty space of bubbles because you want more beer, right? That's but fucking it was just, crazy! It was like minus like an inch of beer. So you get a pint glass yeah. and it's like halfway filled with beer and they're like, no bubbles? Well, I Here go, you go, fuck you. I told them Awanashi <laughs> Day, so he just like scraped for the bubbles. And he was all proud. He gave it to me. So I like kind of, yeah, I did a good <laughs> job, didn't I? I like, no bubbles. I wanted. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to fill it to the top. You know? Oh, God, yeah. dude. That's insane. Yeah, you, know, you got to be careful. And don't go to the hub, right? Like, all right. Well, what well, is the I, hub? The, the, hub's hub? Like the, the hub is a good meat marketplace. I mean, to be honest, if you want to meet people. If you want, to, if you just came off the boat, it's a great tourist. Place. Yeah, if you want to meet tourists, tourists. Yeah. but no, no, no. I mean, I yeah, it's it's often Japanese people who want to meet foreigners. They, they at least it used to be. I don't know. I mean, I, I, well, I haven't been like, there in a long time. It's actually, been ages for me. That's how it was. So, actually, the last time I went to the hub, well, the last time I really went to the hub, what, whose birthday was it? Adam Three's birthday. Yeah. Where I met you there. And, oh yeah. And Tom was there. Remember, I Tom crashed was there? my bike into a taxi that night. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Wait, your bicycle. My bicycle. Sorry. Dude, I've done that once too before, yeah. actually. Well, dude, I was... And the guy, I crashed my bike into a taxi, and the taxi driver guy came out and he apologized to me. <laughs> this guy tried to blame me, I so they, it was fucking nuts. So I was a little... I Actually, I wasn't that drunk, even at that point, because I had gone home, mm-hmm. and then from my house, I wanted to get ramen, so I'm like, all right. So I went to go... I was... From my house, I took my bicycle after I'd gone home after the bar. And, you know, it's now it's after, an hour after I was drinking. I was pretty... I wasn't that drunk. Yeah. But um, my chain popped going over the middle part of the street. It was like one of these big streets with two, like, lanes. Mm. And uh, there's a middle there's a middle part with the highway, like, above it. It was, it was Koshikaido. Like, where Adam used to live, like, Sasazuka, that big middle Oh, street. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like two, four, six, kind of like that. Yeah, so basically, that's the type of road it was. So, I popped the chain. I looked down at the chain. And I would look up. The taxi had rounded the corner quick, and I just hit the back of him. Oh, Not you T-boned hard. him? Yeah, but it wasn't even that hard. So, like, he's... Then, he, he tries to blame me. He calls the police. and What? He starts pointing to this little scratch. And it's like, you can see the tire mark. Because no, his no, car... No, no, Lucky no. his car was filthy, because where my tire hit... You can see, uh-huh. and it wasn't anywhere near the scratch he was saying. So basically, they brought us like forensics team. It took like an hour. I'm like, oh, oh my god, mask and shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I apologize. I realized it was my fault. But at the end of the day, they brought it out, and basically, they told the guy, no, it's impossible. He couldn't have made that mark. They took all these measurements, and it was great. They took my side. They were like, no, he couldn't have done it. And uh, they, sometimes the yeah, cops are the really cop, awesome. The cops are really, really cool. I, you hear all these horror stories about how they're terrible to foreigners, but yeah, in that case, well, they were really on. They were on my side. They, they were honest. They were just like, you know, it's, basically, you know, I told them exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And the marks on the car, like his car was dirty because you can see where I hit the car. Wait, was he an old guy? Cause some yeah, of these taxi guys old. are like maybe in their eighties. Yeah. They're like, uh, he probably made a little him. scratch and thought he could get some money out of me, and then yeah, but it failed. So he looked like a lying so idiot. Should, no, so you should done, you should grabbed your neck and started crying, <laughs> right. and then said that he stepped on your hand when you asked for help. <laughs> <laughs> and then you should say QQ shot, QQ shot, which means ambulance. And then if you say all right, if you ever get in an accident, any kind of an accident in Japan, you say QQ shot. There, it's required that they have to call you an ambulance. 
It's required. And if they don't, they can get in mad trouble and shit. So, and then, in that case, if you get an ambulance, and then, I mean, if the doctors are on your side, then you can get some money, I guess. Yeah, I would assume. It's yeah. kind of, it's kind of gray. It's kind of dark. It's kind of bad. You probably shouldn't do that, but, um, you can. <laughs> mm. Should we break into this news? Yeah, let's do it. What's up, faders? Do you like our show? Of course you fucking do. That's why you're tuned in. But have you ever asked yourself if you could get more out of your got-baited experience? Well, now here's your chance, because we are proud to announce our very own Patreon page. But don't freak out. Our podcast was and always will be free, but with your generous donations, we hope to improve it. And since we're all about fan appreciation, we've got the sweet, sweet rewards for our donors. Rewards include, but not limited to, shout-outs, bonus content for interviews and news stories, chances to appear on our show, and even gift packages sent direct to your door. For more information, check out our Patreon page at Fadol. Kampai. Hey, Kampai. Um, and guess what, Jude? Before you drink... Oh, shit, you drink. <laughs> before you drink, these are Ebisu Premiums. Premium. Yeah, so there's Ebisu, and Ebisu is a really premium beer, but these are the Ebisu Premiums. Right. You know what that means? It means it's good. Well, I don't know what it means. I was asking. No, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe don't it know. means it's good. <laughs> Supposedly, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, mm. to be honest, man, with the bear craze in the States, like we were talking about this. Oh, like, yeah. It's like, I love craft bear because we like missed the whole phase in Japan. It's like now it's becoming yep. more and more popular. Yep. Like, in the States, it's been going on for like, what? bunch of years and we've been living here 10 years 10 years yeah and i've been living here for 13 how about you yeah i've been here for about 16 years right. and uh, when i first came to japan uh all right in san francisco the best beers to drink were it was anchor steam and samuel adams i think and right. that was like in 2001 but now when you go back to san francisco there's like fucking 50 beers on tap 100 beers on tap it's 80 beers on tap every bar you go to but I miss that craze, right? So when I came to Japan, I just had the top five. So so did you. You know, you yeah. had like Kirin, Sapporo, Sahi Super Dry, um, Ebisu, and Satori Malts, right? Right. Those are the top fives, right? But now in Japan, we're starting to get more craft beers. And we have been for like the last about maybe two years or so. Yeah. Two, two and a half years. Yeah. But um, yeah, but it, like uh, we ha- we've got friends that come to Japan and shit. And when they come to Japan... They just want to have like a PBR kind of beer, right? They mm. want, well, perhaps better, yeah. They want a PBR kind of beer or fucking like a Miller or something like that. Like, we just want a fucking lager that tastes like a beer and we want it cold. And I'm just like, dude, let's get IPAs. They're like, dude, right. fuck IPAs. Yeah, exactly. Shit? That's what I mean. It's like, they're like, oh, it's so cliche. It's like, but you know, we miss that. So for me, it's a novelty and like, I just, I love the taste and yeah. I just miss that whole craze. Like when I was in the States, I'm drinking fucking Budweiser or natural light. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. So when we got here, when the whole, uh, you know, craft bear phase came our way here, I was like blown away. I'm like, wow, this is fucking awesome bear. When I went back to the states, I'm drinking fucking all these different kinds of bear. I was just like so like blown away by the taste, man. Oh, dude, they, the beers in America right now are absolutely fantastic yeah, and shit. I mean, they're great. just stellar. But, I mean, we're, we're fucking telling people that already know this. Like, fucking like, yeah. and we're telling people in the States, like, yes, we know. Oregon, exactly. Portland. Yes, Berlin's got some great beers. Yes, yes, and Northern England's got amazing beers. And South France has got a phenomenal beers. But the thing is, like, for us, we're just like, yeah, dude, we're just getting this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's so weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, we got two beers. Cheers. Kampai. Mm. Kampai. Okay, butter. so we got some news. Do you want to read right. the first story or yeah, do you want me sure. to take it over? It. Dude, I'm fucking faded as fuck. So. Me too, so I'm going to trip over the words a little. But anyway, here's the headline. JR doing away with train departure chimes on the Joe, 
Job online. Oh, um, shit. I did this story in the last episode. Oh, should I skip it? No, but I want to get your take on it, so let's do it. Okay. Okay, in bid to stop dangerous mad dashes. Okay, so basically, um, it comes down to um, in rail, Raliant, Japan, trains come and go with uh, such frequency that most stations don't bother to have an actual employee individually announce each arrival and departure. Instead, there's a usually a pre-recorded voice that lets travelers know when the t- train is pulling up. And after it's been stopped for a few minutes, a chime plays from speakers on the platform, signaling that the doors are about to close and the train is the train will be departing shortly. So basically, this is a very um yeah th- th- you see this all the time. Yep, like every even on the Yamanote, I've seen little toys for kids that have each chime for each station that like play like there's like a toy that you can buy. Oh yeah, and it has that's all right. The, the, the chimes and stuff. So yeah, Ebus has got the Ebus novelty too. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I've seen ones that have Star Wars, like the switch. Ah, Shibuya was Star Wars for a was long it, time. Was, maybe it was Shibuya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, should we have so the switch And you're like, oh shit, we're in Shibuya. That's yeah, actually what I do with my wife when she acts up. <laughs> really? <laughs> Take that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, I say her name with Vader attached to it. Yeah, oh so. man. I talk to my wife like Sean Connery. <laughs> oh, so give us an example. I give you an example like, you've been very bad tonight. <laughs> Sean is very angry tonight. <laughs> I'm going to call Money Penny in your absence. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> anyway, so uh, getting back to the story. However, East Japan Railway, JR East, um, thinks that some would-be passengers aren't getting the intended message of the train will be departing soon, so please step aboard calmly and orderly. Instead, they think that some people interpret the chime as run as fast as you can to the train and don't stop no matter what. Hurry, hurry, you're going to miss it. Yeah, I kind of feel that same way sometimes. Dude, that's how I am anyway. Even if there were a chime or not, I see the doors open, I'm running. That's just how I am. I mean, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to miss the fucking train because... You know, um, if there's a chime or not, I'm still gonna try to get on it if it's there. So. You know, for me, actually, you know, I don't, I don't care about trains anymore, and I don't care about like I, I'll be on time, but if I miss a train, I'm not gonna fucking worry about it they because come, trains that come every fucking five minutes, right? Yeah, unless you're on the fucking Odaku or something. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. If you're in the fucking the Boondocks and but shit, it's not even yeah. the Boondocks. I fucking hate that fucking train. It's like. Uh, it's Psycho in Tokyo. Line? Well, the Psycho, yeah, but that one, that one's a little unique. I mean, it goes, you could take alternatives to, to, to Psycho yeah. and get to the same places within Tokyo. But when you get up to Saitama, yeah, it's the only train. But I'm saying, I'm saying Odaku runs in Tokyo. Yeah. And a lot of it is in Tokyo. And it's like it, the next one might not be for 10 minutes. And that's a long time in Japan, train times. Right? Oh, yeah, 10 minutes. But the thing is, for me, I, I listen to so many fucking podcasts when I'm fucking on the trains. So I actually, I don't really care. I'm like, all right, fucking 10 more minutes to stick them wrong. Of course. I'm talking about like if you have to, if you have to go somewhere, if you have a time set. And, you know, I usually time yeah. it by, you know, you can look up the train times like on your phone or whatever in Japan. That's true. Well, I mean, your job is different from mine and stuff. And if I'm late, I'm, I'm cool with it, you know? If right. I get in trouble, like someone's like, hey, you know, you're late. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Um, I missed my train. You know, I, I, look, before though, before though, when I worked at the other company, when I worked at the sushi plant company and shit, yeah. that we both know the name of it and stuff, but right. we're not going to say it and stuff. 
when I worked for there, yeah, I had to be on time. And being, if you're on time, you're late, which meant you had to be fucking 10 minutes early, which meant you're on time. And should, in that case there, I completely understand why you got to run to fucking like make that train and shit. But now it's just like, I don't give a fuck, man. Mm. <laughs> and I don't want to give a fuck, dude. If I, if I like miss a train, I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> Did I tell you I quit my job? Wait, wait, the one that begins with W? Yes. What? Dude, yeah. did you... Uh, please, please tell me you said, um, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say, you over there with a bow tie, fuck you. You <laughs> over there with a top hat, fuck you. You there with a pencil stop mustache, whatever the fuck that is, fuck you. But you over there with a baseball cap, you're all right. <laughs> did you do that? No, I just... You didn't like, do the fuck you, fuck you, you're all right? I did my dick in a box. Did you really? No. <laughs> oh, dude, you should have done that. It's my dick in the box. Remember that? <laughs> of course I know that. I worked in advertising. Right. No, no, but it was good. It was all good. I mean, I worked there for nine and a half years. I don't want to ruin the, um, if I need to come back into that field, I don't want to ruin my chances of getting a reference and all that. So. But See, anyway, that's yeah, where yeah, you so. and I differ. <laughs> I don't burn my bridges, Johnny. You do. Oh, yes. Uh, fucking burning ashes. That's why yeah. I say. Fucking Iron Maiden, Slayer. Let's put them together and say, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. South of Heaven. All right. Oh, um, nice fucking yeah. album, dude. That's a yeah, good really good. I fucking yeah. love I, South I, of Heaven. Dude, I fucking love Iron Maiden. I listen to Maiden when I go to the gym. Oh, dude, Iron the Maiden? for running and like on a... The Trooper, like, okay. Ace is yeah. high. Ace Tail is Gunner. High. Yeah, dude, Tail Gunner. Great, great, yeah, great. fucking yeah. Power Slave. That's a trooper. Oh, that's a trooper. I always get confused, but whatever. The troopers are fucking great. That's fantastic, dude. I mean, I love it. I mean, two minutes to midnight. There's so many great fucking things. Two minutes to midnight. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. I love fucking Maiden, dude. Dude, I'm a huge I love Maiden for fucking some years. They came to Japan. I fucking missed them. I was working at the fucking sushi plant that wouldn't give me a day off. Can you believe that shit? Are you kidding? Fuck the sushi plant. But the sushi plant's being bought by fucking a Chinese company, so fuck them. Right on, man. All right, back to this uh, oh, yeah, that wonderful story. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting off the track here, bro. Yeah, we do. It's all right. We yeah. got beer. <laughs> all right, so uh, while Japan is a, a country that hates being late, it also doesn't like people running... Sorry, I should get close to the mic. Running full tilt through the station and crashing into other travelers. Often getting to the train just in time to stick a hand in the door, in the closing doors. Caution, uh, sorry, causing the conductor to open the doors back up and delaying the departure. That's bullshit, actually, that paragraph. Did you know Mm. in Japan, if you're running, I shouldn't even say this is probably bad for people, but very useful. If you're running for the train, not the ones that have the double doors. If there's doors on the platform, forget it. You missed it. Don't go through those. I don't know how those work. But if you're on a platform that happens not to have the doors on the platform, just on the train, yeah. stick your foot in the bottom um, like 10 inches. That's yeah. what, I don't know. This is about how I've done it before. And I haven't had to do it in a while, but last time was probably a year and a half ago. I put my my, my shoe down. Shoe. It closes. Shoe. And then once it catches your shoe, it opens back up automatically because it's meant for strollers for kids. Women that have strollers, it's a safety precaution. So don't stick so your hand miss, in. Stick don't stick your, your hand and stick your foot in the bottom part. It only met the, the uh, sensors only measure up 
I don't know, like a foot or something, like a foot long. Oh my god! So it's so like you, you get to do foot. a home run. Yeah, you can stick your foot right in that part. It'll just it'll open back so up. And slide you to in. Off. Yep, slide in, brother. <laughs> yes, I, I've done it before. I mean, but I, I'm not. That's unofficial. I you, do your own research. I've done it, and it, it's worked for me. I don't want to injure anybody <laughs> out there. But, but, yeah, well, well, don't get hurt and don't hurt anybody. No, else, because yeah. right, right. I mean, I, I saw it because it used to be advertised. You used to see it on the little screens on the train. You don't see it anymore, but yeah, because everyone's like, "Oh, dude, stick your foot in." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, my foot's gone, doctor. <laughs> and if you can stick your dick in, <laughs> you get one big enough. <laughs> Yo, I can do that. I can play that game. <laughs> All right, awesome. Right on, man. You want to get the next one? Or? All right, next story. All right. All right, so that story here. So story here. Oh shit! All right, I'm, we're gonna go heavy with this one. Oh boy. <clears throat> okay. Um. Kitty cat found and family is happy. Okay, your turn. <laughs> oh, wait a second. I forgot this got fit in Japan. Okay, here we go. <laughs> the story actually took place today. This is from today. Look at that. Oh, boy. Do you know how, this is how fucking like, new this news is? Two teachers fired over sexual misconduct. Uh, contact, conduct. One arrested over secretly filming female colleagues. Colleagues? Well. That's interesting. Dude. Usually it's the students. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it usually is. Dude, do you remember that one uh, Van Halen uh, video? It was a Hot for the Teacher. Hot for Teacher, yeah. When I was a little kid, I loved that video. But all my teachers were fucking like Vietnam ex-vets and shit. They were not fucking hot at all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really have too many hot teachers when I was a that, kid. That sucks when you're in the 80s, faders. If you grew up in the 80s, oh, dude, yeah. All, all our teachers, they, they all looked like librarians. And it was not like the hot librarians that you guys have now. Dude, a lot of kids fuck their fucking teachers Dude, and, and some of the teachers you see are fu- like, dude, good on you, man. I want to give them a high five. Oh, totally and shit. And these, te- <laughs> these kids get in trouble. Well, who gets in trouble? I mean, the kids... But it's a so it's a total double standard, you know. Because if there's a dude, a handsome dude that bangs his teeth, you're thinking scumbag, fuck yeah. you. But if it's a hot chick, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, I'm glad he banged her. I don't, it's weird, right? Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously, got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, 
you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. So, uh, Tokyo Metropolitan Board of Education has fired two teachers from uh, separate schools in the capital over sexual misconduct cases, one of which involved the inappropriate touching of a child and and other voyeurism. (laughs) Yeah, of course. You know, it's Tokyo, whatever. Yeah, yeah. voyeurism flies there, man. Yeah. Voyeurism, Jesus Christ. Uh, in the first case, a 26-year-old elementary school teacher has reportedly seated a girl from his class on his lap and touched her hips. Hips kind of means butt. Yeah, they, they, they translate hips to ass here. Yeah, know. ass in private areas. Senkai Shimbun reported. According to the Board of Education, the incident occurred twice... Uh, once at the end of June and again at the beginning of July. June and July. Well, fucking yeah. It just happened one week after the other. The teacher's actions came to light when the girl told her parents after returning to home from her school and her parents contacted the police. Uh, the Oh, I'm sorry. Not the police, but the school officials. That's where they fucked up. You got to call the police when this shit happens. Yeah, sure. Seriously, I would call the fucking cops. I'll call the fucking FBI, the KGB, the IRS. I call fucking everybody. Um, an offensive report with the police, however, was never submitted. So fucking basically, the, the teachers are like, um, yeah, we'll talk to them, and that's it. The, the second case took place at a public junior high school in Tokyo on October 24th. Last year, a teacher at the school, also 26, reported... At 26, that's a bad number. A, a reportedly installed cameras in the teacher's changing room at the school for the purposes of filming his female colleagues getting changed, the board said. <laughs> this is very actually super unusual because usually they fucking put cameras in the, the, the kids' like fucking changing room or the toilets and shit. This happened fucking so many times here on this show. Yeah, but you know, he's, at least he's not like a pedo. He's just at least a creepy fucking uh, misogynist. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, you know, that, that's actually a good point, I guess. And it's, a weird a, it's, a, it's a step up. It's a step up. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a pedophile. I just like Mrs. Saito. That's all. <laughs> and I, she has nothing to do with me. She, she doesn't like me, but, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, a post on an online chat board was apparently uploaded shortly after the camera was installed. Oh, so this guy was, like, fucking filming it and putting it online. What, what could he get out of this? And voyeurism, man. But can you get money out of this? He's just fucking putting this shit up on fucking the chat line. It's, it's a weird fucking thing the way people get off. But yeah. Jesus Christ. Revealing the teacher's actions uh, caught the attention of police and led to his arrest after authorities were able to retrieve an SDR, an SD card with footage stored in it. So basically this guy got busted and then busted again and shit because fucking he had an SD card and shit. Holy shit. You know, you know what I think this was? This is like fucking some kind of revenge shit because he's not fucking, he's not interested in the girl where he wants to see her naked or anything like that, which is also bad. But the thing is, it's like he's doing it, putting it on the line, be like, fuck this bitch. You know, he's fucking against her, right? So fuck this guy, dude. This is fucking like the worst case 
Dude, fucking we all work with people that we fucking hate and shit. Could you imagine them doing something like that to you? That's some fucked up shit. What do you think? Yeah, of course, dude. I mean, it's probably, I mean I'm joking about it, but it's, it's, all, it's fucked up shit, man. Yeah, no these normal guys, person would do that. No, both these guys are fucking horrible. Dude, there's, there's got to be some kind of fucking, like, like, more and more, dude, like, every fucking, like, couple of months and shit, we get a fucking teacher that does some fucked up shit like this, right? There's got to be some fucking, like... I don't know, like, for people to get the teaching degree, there's got to be some kind of a test, you know, like, they're going to have, like, a fucking, like, like, like a, a psych test or something? A psych test, or maybe they put, like, a Chucky doll in your lap, they're like, touch the Chucky doll, and if some guy, like, grabs the crotch, they're like, okay, you can't get it, you can't become a teacher, or if they touch, like, the boobs, they can't be, but if they touch the head, like, the, the head with the hair, <laughs> right. they're like, okay, right. bravo, you passed the test, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, see how fucking, I don't know how I'm not a psychologist, but it's hard to gauge this, I guess. But. It is really hard to gauge a fucking pedophile and shit. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Sure. Alright, here we go. Here's a short one. It's a good one. Alright. Alright, here we go. So, university student arrested for throwing plant on train tracks says he was frustrated. I've been frustrated before. Is that not the word that the guy used when he stabbed those people on the train, the Shinkansen? Um, actually, that was the same thing that was said in that instance, but also the uh, fucking Akihabara fucking slaying that happened, what, 12 years ago? Mm. Remember the guy in Akihabara that fucking ran a truck in front of, like, a, over, a, what, 12 people, came out with a fucking Rambo knife oh, and stabbed, like, 15 people? yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was frustrated with his job, and he couldn't find a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, so let's just go stab oh. a bunch of people. That'll solve the problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> one plus one equals negative fucking a million Dude, sorry, man. I mean, that's just where, like, you know, you got to find somebody to teach you the tricks of the trade. I mean, I don't know. At that point, if you're that out of luck, then it's better. You're better off finding, like, a coach to teach you how to hit on chicks or, you know, whatever. It sounds scummy, but at least it might stop you from stabbing fucking 12 people. Right? You know, you know I, I never really thought about that, but now that you say that, that actually puts a positive light on that fucking, was it the, the, the Nampa cruise or whatever? Well, there's a lot the of that. Are, there's a lot of people that, you know, they, they offer courses of how to pick up chicks. And yeah. Is, like, not the Tom Cruise style and fucking, was that, the Magnolia movie. No. But like, a, but like a, a way it's like how to talk to girls while being like uh, personable. Like, I mean... Like well, washing so, your hands. Some, some of them are pretty scummy. They, they basically tell you, you know, how to manipulate girls into into getting them to say yes to sleeping with you, and, and you know, basically you, they entrust in you, and then you know, you you violate that trust. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's pretty scummy too. But what I mean is that, in if you take apples and oranges here, I think that stabbing a bunch of people in in that, I think the latter is better. No, I actually, I completely agree and stuff. It's like a course on how to teach people to be more sociable. Right, sociable. Is like, like the easy, word, easy yes. things. Like, all right, first off, you gotta take a shower, and after you take a shower, wash your clothes. Right, right. And if you can buy new clothes at Uniqlo, it costs maybe twenty dollars to buy a whole new outfit, and uh, from there, you're not gonna be the most stylish person, but you're gonna be clean. Well, dude, yeah, I had a, I had a, a student. Was a university age student, and he was telling me, he's like, like you know, the lesson part of the lesson was like, you know, what's your goal by the end of the year? He's like, I really want to get a girlfriend. And he's like, you know, he has his hand twisted in a weird way and biting his nails, and it's like, you know, I just want to tell him, it's like, wait, know, there's little things, little Jude, gestures. Was that, that student me? <laughs> I'm joking. But he just doesn't know, you know, he's like the style of dress. It's like you're not gonna mm-hmm. pick up. 
uh, you know, the girl you're looking for, looking, you know, enacting that kind of way. But if he there was, was some like, kind of like coach to, to actually teach these young men in Japan, like, I guess if you're not in Japan, you wouldn't know what I mean, but there's a lot of kind of guys here that are completely really antisocial. Dur- the, yeah, no girl's gonna date them. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah, no, no, that's definitely but true. But if there was some kind of way to get through to that crew and tell them how to be more like, sociable. attractive and sociable to, to women, I mean, it would definitely help them and help society in a way. It's about, too. like, building confidence. And then again, you know, we're really suffering from a huge population decline based on the lack of children. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. So a 21-year-old university student from Saitama has been arrested on charges of business obstruction after he threw a large plant onto railway tracks there, police said. The, inc- the accident, accident occurred on May 31st around 5.20 p.m. in Saitama City's Higashiomiya District between Toro and Higashiomiya stations on the JR Utsunomiya line. The student, identified as Hirokaza Komura, Komura. (laughs) reportedly stole a 1.6-meter plant from a nearby field and threw it onto the railway tracks. It's a big plant. I guess. I don't... One point... Say one meter is about how much... Three feet. Three feet. It's like almost four feet. Well, actually, that's not More than... It's it's like four feet. It's more... If it's 1.6, it's more than four feet, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like four feet. What is it? Well, if... If right, that's it, three, it's, right, it's okay, almost okay. five feet. It's about as tall as me. Almost five. Yeah. <laughs> it's like throwing a Johnny. Throw a Johnny. Throw a Johnny on the train. Throw a Johnny on it. You'll be okay. It projects everything. No. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so a train partially hit the plant, but there were no injuries reported to the passengers, police said. Yeah, I mean, how, how much is a plant going to... How much is a pot of a plant going to destroy a train? Probably not, dude. This is in the fucking, like, boonies and shit. This is in fucking, like, deep, dark Saitama and shit. But the cops got nothing better to do. So, I mean, this happens, and it's got to be in the news. Like, dude, hey, hey, hey. Something happened here. Right, right. Something. <laughs> you know, you get the X-Files music and shit. Like, this guy fucking threw a plan on the train. We got to fucking research this so, shit. Yeah, it's funny it even made the news. I mean, but anyway, yeah. So, it says <laughs> Komura told uh, police... He had been frustrated over continuous, unsuccessful job hunting. So, what kind of, what kind of job is he qualified for more in uh, the skills? Or now, but yeah, what, what kind of job do you think oh, this guy's qualified for now? Is that now, um, what kind of skills does he have? 
That's right. Well, I don't know, man. Um, I'm going to say, well, uh, Wolfie, through the plant that's like fucking like 1.6 meters tall onto a track, baseball? Yeah, judo. Judo? Absolutely. I don't know. Judo and chop. I, I don't know. Maybe that or I don't know. Um, Maybe maybe it's good for farming. <laughs> <laughs> Make this guy a farm, dude. This guy cannot get a job. Make him a farmer or a baseball player or what? If he's good at unplugging shit, maybe he could be like Mario and unplug like fucking like uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, fucking sewage pipes and shit. But here's the kicker. Prior to this incident, local police had also been alerted to several cases of bicycles being left on train tracks in the same area. So police are investigating whether Komura could have uh, could be responsible for those incidents as well. Uh, so basically, yeah, maybe he has like an obsession of leaving shit on tracks. When I was a kid, we used to leave pennies on tracks. Oh, uh, make them the size of quarters. Did, so you, you could put the quarters in the fucking like Coke well, machines. Well, it would just come out like a video game machines, like elongated. It was just it would come out like fucked up because you know it was a bent penny. But yeah, it was a thing that we did as kids. Oh man, that's insane. But yeah, because maybe he had some kind of weird obsession with things hitting trains hitting things. All right, next story. Here we go. Okay. How are we doing on time? We're okay? Nine o'clock? All right, I think we're fine. Well, let's get going with this uh, news story here. So, two Japan Post employees arrested for burning neck, forcing dirty socks into mouth of co-worker. You know, I've heard some hazing stories, but um, actually, this isn't that bad. You know, going into college, if you try to get into a frat... Have you, have you ever been into a frat or anything? I've not been in a frat, but I've, I've played football in high school and we had some hazing and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I've never had to deal with any of this kind of shit and stuff. But um, the thing is, though, I've heard a lot. Look, you gotta like put like a, what's it called? A, um, uh, what's it, a, a Fig Newton between your butt cheeks and then you gotta eat it or something? Or, I, I don't know. There's all kind of weird stuff like that, I guess. <laughs> but. but anyway, this was in Osaka and uh, two Japan Post employees in Osaka have been arrested on charges of. Um, purposely inflicting injuries on a younger co-worker in a suspected ongoing corporate bullying case, Japan, uh, sorry, police said. Hideki Fukui, 42, of Nariaki Tokaoka, and, oh, okay, and Narioki Tokaoka, 52, both senior employees of Japan Post, are accused of burning the neck of a co-worker in his 20s using a barbecue <laughs> dong and forcing dirty socks into his mouth at a company party last March, Fuji TV's reported. Yeah, that's, that's insane. <laughs> They're like 52 years old. They're like, what are we going to do? We're going to burn his neck. They get, those guys are fucking <laughs> drunk off his fucking weird old shochu, dude. The oldest shit. Fuck this young guy at the post office. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna take our jobs. <laughs> Fuck this guy, dude. I, but I can see this is like a government job. I can see it more like a private. Company. This is like a government. Yeah, this job. could be an accounting company. Yeah, yeah. You guys gonna crunch some numbers? Fuck him. This is just nuts, dude. Okay, according to police, the incident took place at a barbecue restaurant in Osaka, Japan. Post's uh, Tenoji branch employees had rented the restaurant for the evening for a private party. There were approximately 20 staff members present at the party, police said. So this haven't actually had a party. Well, Tanoji is kind of a shady area, right? Have you yeah. been to Osaka? Yeah, I've been to Osaka. Okay. This is on like, the Mido Fuji line. And like I, I often stay at the one 
like a couple stations north of this. It's like the Osaka, fucking like uh, Saitama, Kawasaki kind of area, right? Uh, yeah, I don't. It has like a like a park where they found body parts a couple years ago. Where I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. We did that. Down there at the and time. People, the people were like living there, like building houses in that park and shit, like yeah. putting up like uh, postal postal fucking boxes and shit. But the, I mean, the, where I was staying was a couple of stations like uh, Dobutsu and Mine. Why do you stay in that area? Why do you stay in the nice area? Cheap. But 20, it's like twenty bucks for like a freaking business hotel with your own room. It, it's freaking awesome. It was, it was great. I forgot the place I used to stay, but um, there's there are several in the area, and you're talking like twenty bucks a night in the in the city center, and you can yeah. walk to like like where all the clubs and bars are in like twenty yeah. minutes. It's yeah, awesome. like like me me and the wife and shit, we always stay at fucking like uh, American Muda, like just like right east of there and shit. There's like oh look like, at me, Mister Moneybags. Dude, it costs like eight thousand years, like eighty bucks a night dude, and shit. Dude, I'm paying twenty. I'm staying in a place where you can just rent porn at the, the get go. There's a whole library of porn. Okay, okay, yeah. all right. If you're single, that's the place to go. But if you're fucking going there with your fucking right, girl, I was, I was going there with like <laughs> and like other guys. Oh. Like, and your old Yeah, dude. Then yeah. fucking, you want to go to the ghetto and shit where fucking you get blowjobs with girls with no fucking teeth and shit because they're fucking smoking well, I didn't meth. I do a blowjob. But dude, to be honest, that is actually part. It's the very experience. close. Very close <laughs> to the red light district, which is nuts. Have you been to the red light district in Osaka? It's awesome. Yeah, Mr. Y told me all about it and shit. If I, I know about it. Yeah, but you've not been there. I've okay. actually never been. Actually, every time it's I've been to Osaka, it's close to Do- Dobutsu and my station. You yeah. stay there, and it's like an eight-minute walk to the place. It's fucking nuts. I didn't even know about it. I had these drunk salary men. It's like, like fucking you like go Amsterdam, see some girls, right? Come on. Yeah, it's nuts. It's like just like Amsterdam. You but, walk down the street, and it's just like window, 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 window. But in, in fucking like Osaka, there's no windows. It's just fucking an open space where you can it's just like, like walk it's in. It's like a hollowed-out storefront. Yeah, and each one right. has like a yeah. lan- like a red lantern. It's got kanji on it, and then each one, each girl this is sitting like HIV. There. <laughs> You're like, what's the kanji for HIV? Oh, that one's the one for like hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay away from that one Dude, too. <laughs> all right, so for, it's crazy. So each I'm girl, joking, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm telling you, man, they're like between like an eight and a ten. They're mm-hmm. fucking hot, really, really hot Japanese chicks working there. Nuts, and each one has a mama-san. That like calls people over like oh come here and then they he was just checking the prices and stuff and it was it averaged between like about I'm not editing like, anything out of this fifteen hundred yen <laughs> to like uh, twenty thousand I'm just giving the background the backdrop of the of the area they're talking about here yeah Noji but yeah but anyway yeah so basically that's uh, that's what it was and uh, they all the girls are dressed up in like themed things so there'll be one that's like Scarecrow Stitch. And she has all these stitch dolls around her. And the next one's nurse or airline attendant. So they're all like themed out in these hollowed out storefronts. It's just, yeah, it's pretty wild. Man. If you've never done it, just like walk through. It's just like very surreal. Yeah, I don't know anything about the fucking Relay District of Osaka. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I just... But when it comes back, to Tokyo, to I do know the Tokyo one. Right, well, which one? I mean, it's yeah, uh, the one but the, but right this over one, there. But this one is actually actually is a red light district. Like there's mm. the actual girl there, and then she'll disappear. Like some some young college student will take her in the back and whatever, and then she'll she'll reappear in twenty minutes later. And, that's insane. Yeah. It's nuts. That's it's actually it's just a, like it's an actual red light district. <laughs> no, that's the other actually, ones are like private. Like you know, you don't know it's a red light. You no, like, Kabuki Cho, yeah. Kabuki Cho, like maybe like ten years, five years ago, before like the tourists came in, was definitely just like that. But it was like underground. 
Right, but it's still, but it still is like somebody has to take you in a building and all that shit. But here, it's yeah. right out in the open. It's nuts. You just but walk you know what the, the thing is? The thing is like right now, it's probably not like that anymore. Right now, because like right now, yeah, there's this, so was, many this tourists. was about five years ago. Like, right now, there's, there's there so years. many tourists, and the tourists are fucking. The tourists no, are complaining actually, and shit. Actually, so, like everything is destroyed. Actually, actually, it is because my friend just posted something. He just, yeah, he just actually videoed, which you shouldn't do because it's all yak runt. And uh, I had a, a different friend who I talked to. He actually yeah. tried to take a picture. The Yakuza chased him down and it made him delete it. So yeah. yeah, well, the thing is, like, well, you can't fuck with their business. Yeah, exactly. They don't want it posted. They don't want it online. They don't want people to know that. So um, if you do film it, keep, like, a hidden kind of... Don't let people well, know you're Well, don't film it. But the thing is, like, I mean, the, I mean, I don't know. The thing is, like, once something becomes public... It's not like public anymore and shit. Like this whole thing that we're talking about, like the like, uh, Osaka, maybe it's fucking completely gone by now. You know, it could be. But uh, my friend, so my friend just posted something. Oh, uh, just yeah, just about, oh, okay, about a week ago. I remember he had a job down there. And he was posting. All right, cool. All right, next story. All right, here you go, brother. Oh, is it my turn? It is. I am too fitted to read. Oh, we did that one before. This one's arrested. We haven't done that one. Starting to think better was it Japan, Oh, we did that one too. Uh, Alright, Cherry, Jenny, 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 Oh, this is such... All right, to finish the show on such a lame fucking... <laughs> on such a lame fucking um, story, this is fucking embarrassing. Okay. <clears throat> Have you ever been... Um, uh, has a phone scammer ever fucked with you? Have you ever, like, fucking, like, picked up your phone and it said, like, something like, Oh, where are you? Or fucking like um, yes, yeah. We're we've been waiting for you. We're, what what have you been doing right now? We're you're in big trouble. Or or like fucking, yeah. you should pay us because we've been waiting fucking for so long. Have you have you re- ever received a fucking phone scammer message? Well, there's been one. There's been a recent one with Facebook. I just saw where police were saying to ignore it. It says like, oh, is this you or is this your you in this picture? And it's like if you click on it, then it's a virus. Okay, here we go. Phone scammers arrested after one forgets fraud manual phones at convenience store. What's the worst thing you've ever forgot that would ever get you in trouble? What do you mean, left somewhere? Like, yeah, something that you forgot that would get you in trouble, or something that you forgot that was like, like maybe like a wallet, I guess. Left behind. Okay. Uh yeah, probably a wallet and the top of my car. Yeah. Oh, well, like fucking away. like uh, what's it? Like uh, there's that movie like Raising Arizona where you put like a kid on top of your car and you drive away. <laughs> John Goodman's like, yeah, and the kid's like, Fuck. oh no, the worst was in Thailand. I left my fucking uh, passport in a room. What? In a drawer in a room. All right, in Thailand, never lose your ta- passport. That's yeah, fucking like a I, rule. Dude, yeah, and it was horrible because I left. It was, this room had all these drawers, and I put it there to hide it. Just in case someone tried to like break into my room and steal it, so I left it there. And then um, I I went to a different city, so I went back. Actually, yeah, I went back to Bangkok. This was in like a different part, and so I actually had to to take a bus like two hours to this other city to go back to get it. So I called ahead and said, "Look, reserve the room. I'll pay you." 
But when I got there, yeah, the guy was kind enough. He only charged me half for the for the price, and I picked up. Yeah. My, uh, it was in the drawer. Anyway, that was the most important thing I've ever forgotten. Oh shit! Well, at least you got it. Yeah. Here we go. The Tokyo Metropolitan Police on Thursday announced that they have arrested the leader of three members of a phone scam group that have been repeatedly deceiving elderly people after a member of a group forgot his scam manual at a convenience store. <laughs> well, fuck this guy and fuck all these guys, a dude. Scam manual. Dude, a scam manual. Yeah, all the fucking words to say and all the things to do and shit like this. This guy... Fuck these guys, dude. In March of this year, a 30-year-old member of the group whose role was to randomly call elderly people in Japan and deceive them into transferring money after telling them false stories, stopped by a convenience store in Tokyo to copy the scam manual he was using when... See, this is fucking how stupid these fucking criminals are, these fucking idiots... Conducting the calls. After finishing his task, he forgot the original document in the copy machine, as well as a list of phone numbers for elderly people and a bag of several mobile phones used in the scam next to the copy machine. This guy is the dumbest Why would he forget? He was smelling drugs or something. No, this guy is fucking dumb. Well, fucking who knows what he's on. He's just a fucking, like, retardo or some shit. This guy is fucking out of his fucking mind and shit. But the thing is... Good. Yeah, I'm no. fucking. Yeah. Dude, thank God, dude. Thank God these fucking idiots are. Because I fucking. I, somebody's trying to scam me fucking twice and shit. And I, I look at the shit, I'm like, well, I did not do that and not oh, that. So well, fuck th- you. This kind of shit, like, uh, this kind of shit with the scams. Like, I had a friend who was. She was. Um, and I don't even really talk to her much. I mean, you know, I met her. Yeah, you know, she'd come to a few gigs. And she's a nice girl. But, um,. I get a message saying, you know, it's all in Japanese saying, like, could you help me out? I, I need money. And then it's like, send, oh, send, yeah, send yeah, the yeah. money to this account. And it's like, I know it's not her. So then I contact, it was online. So I contacted her on Facebook. Like, look, I think you've been hacked. I mean, you know, and sure enough, that's that was the case. But what these fucking people do, there's a whole thing in Japan where they, they, they call up elderly people and say, yep. look, we need help. And the, the elderly person thinks it's their grandkid. Yep. They don't say their name because just the way Japanese culture is, it's always assumed and the the, you know, the elderly person is like, oh my god, and they, they think it's the grandkid saying it. It's Look, me. grandpa, help me, help me, I need money. So they always assume and they end up sending money and then they get screwed out of thousands of dollars. So, yeah. Thousands upon thousands, yeah. dude. It's, it's fucking crazy. Stuff. Sometimes people lose Bullshit. their whole fucking like uh, yeah. retirement plans. Exactly. So fuck this scumbag. You want a beer? If, yeah, I'm not gonna like you know. What time are you gonna leave? Are you okay? We're gonna finish this. I'm story. okay. I gotta call my wife. Oh, uh, dude, this is how awesome my wife is. Uh, uh, my wife, my good wife, gives us a couple of beers and she apologizes. She's like, Thank you, I'm Rico. sorry, they're not too cold. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, uh, here we go. Going back to the story. When the store manager discovered the forgotten items, he immediately contacted police after suspecting that they were most probably used for a scam. TBG, uh, Fuji TV reported. <laughs> Using the left behind items, police were able to track down the four men and arrest them on charges on the theft. <laughs> they, one guy is in big trouble. Those other three are just like, you fucking asshole. The leader of the group, identified as Hidomaki, 44 years old, was arrested for ordering the members to scam 82-year-old women in Chiba. <clears throat> Let's say that one more time. 
scam an 82-year-old woman in Chiba in February this year in a case police have been investigating after she reported that she she was deceived into sending two of her cash cards to a man who told her he was <clears throat> uh, had refund her medical expenses. So basically, these motherfuckers are fucking like prying on, preying on the fucking like elderly, and they're actually succeedingly to fucking yeah. take advantage of these fucking amazing people. Yeah, it's a complete scumbag. Like I have no no sympathy. For I've got no sympathy. That's what I'm saying. Like fucking like execute these guys. I'm fucking like cool with that shit yeah, because I we mean, all get old. We all get old. But these motherfuckers are fucking prying on them and shit, dude. But we, you gotta you gotta stay civil. Basically, I mean, okay, we gotta stay civil. Okay, all right. Um, we sh- what should we do with these guys? Well, you put them in jail a couple of years. Let Bubba have his way, and then they. Or we put a solitary confinement. Yeah, maybe be strict with them. I mean, put them... Dude, I mean, seriously. I've done clinical trials before. Yeah. Where I'm testing drugs, and I can't have any access to the outside world. Yeah. I'm in there for two weeks. I'm going fucking stir-crazy in my head. I want to fucking go ballistic. You put someone in jail for, like, two years? Yeah. It's fucking bad. Like, you can't leave. You can't contact people. All that shit. It's, it's, it plays with your mind, man. You you go nuts. So, tears so, is like, yeah. uh, what about a year and a half? <laughs> Well, I don't What's know. What's the maximum? It, I don't know. It depends on what they did. I mean, how many people they scammed and all that. But put them away for an appropriate amount of time, and mm. hopefully they clean their act. Round two, if they don't learn their lesson, then you get more harsh. Put them away for 10 years. I don't know. But yeah, that's about right. I mean, that's that's how society works. I mean, they didn't fucking kill somebody, but what they did is very, very... They took advantage of the oldest, you yeah, know? know? You know, and you're supposed to respect your elders, right? So I, I agree on that part. Yeah, that's definitely true. So I, I really, I, yeah, but, okay. but in the same breath, I mean, you know, for people being scammed, maybe it's a good idea to educate them. Be vigilant, you know? Somebody's got to educate the elderly to, to let them know these scams are out there so they can second guess it when it when something does occur. But well, that's that definitely be, true. I mean that would be that would be a good idea too, because they have like you know group leaders for other kind of social issues. Why don't they have like with the coup offices, with all the other services they offer? That's mm. how Japan is. They offer all these kinds of services. Why don't they educate the elderly on these types of crimes that do commonly occur? I mean that would make sense, right? All right, Jude. I think we're fucking ready to fucking do. We fucking kill these motherfucking stories. We had a fucking great night tonight. We saw. We did. We saw a fucking amazing festival tonight, we did, man. We did. We saw lots of performances, man. It was good. Good time. It was really fucking good, man. I fucking had a great time and shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking, we got some fucking amazing beers and shit. Mm-hmm. Now we're drinking some fucking premium Ebisus. Yep. That we're actually ne- technically not really supposed to drink, but fucking, we're doing this shit and we're getting fucking faded. But guess what, dude? It's fucking Saturday night. It so is, fucking, man. Party out of on. all the nights we're supposed to get fucked up and shit, tonight is the night to get fucked up and shit. <laughs> dude, thank you very much for being here and of shit. Of course, bro. You are a fucking amazing co host, dude. Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Thanks, brother. Ah! Awesome. All right. Faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this episode of Got Faded Japan. It's been an up and down episode, but fucking I know you motherfuckers love this shit and stuff. And this is fucking episode number, was it 412? 12. 412 and shit. You know what that means? 412 weeks of fucking you listen to us fucking do our bullshit and we fucking appreciate that. We oh, do. by the way, there is the Patreon page. If you go to the Patreon page, you're going to get all the bonus content. There's tons of bonus content on there for you guys and stuff. There's so much shit 
that makes this fucking free shit look like fucking a bitch. I mean, like a redhead stepchild kid. I know that's fucking a stereotypical <laughs> thing to say, but still it's okay. But thank you very much, faders. Thank you very much. Thank and you. Tune in for the Patreon, and we love you guys all. Cheers, and fade on, and peace. See ya. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure excuse me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.